0: welcome to the free from binge eating podcast with me breed your host binge eating sucks trust me i know i was stuck in that spiral of binging restricting dieting yo-yoing weight loss feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years now that i'm out i'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging start loving your body self and life again it's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, ladies, and welcome to another app. So, today I've got a question that came in my DMs actually a while ago. So, sorry to the person who I told you I was going to get back to you on this, but I didn't. But anyway, here it is. And it is going to be all about how the hell do you just learn to accept yourself? Like we hear this all the time. Oh, you've just, you just got to accept yourself first. Then you'll learn to love yourself. Oh, you just got to love yourself. These kind of phrases in this whole healing space. And it's really hard to do that. Like it's a very intangible concept. There aren't super clear steps. It's not like, oh, do these four steps and you'll accept yourself. It's tough. It's tough work. And it's definitely a lot of consistency that's needed. So before I jump in, I also just want to pop in a disclaimer, (laughs) I did this in the last episode as well, but I am attempting to do this episode without any breaks or editing needed, because it's hindering my, uh, let's say, desire to create as many podcasts because it takes so damn long to edit a podcast. And I would have redone this segment just now because my dog was beside me and her collar was shaking, which you probably heard. But I'm not going to because I am dedicating myself to just doing this nonstop. The perfectionist in me is screaming inside, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to get used to it. Okay, so back to the topic at hand. How the hell do you start learning to accept yourself? So, yes, this is tough, especially when you've spent years in your mind, just nagging at yourself, noticing the the issues that you see in the mirror, the things you don't like about yourself, just thinking of the negatives a lot of the time, and not really celebrating any of the positives as well. And just spending a lot of time comparing yourself to the ideals that are out there in society, and just overall just thinking you're not good enough. And underneath that lack of acceptance, there's often this fear of weight gain. If I gain weight, I am going to accept myself even less. So we always have this in the background of not accepting ourselves if we gain weight. And why? Well, so often for us that we have this fear, this belief that if you gain weight, you're not going to be accepted by others. You're not going to be attractive. You're going to be rejected, liked less. And that's all totally fair to think. We're so surrounded by fat stigma, all these expectations on what a woman's perfect body should be, just all this pressure. So no wonder it's tough to accept ourselves, but it's time to take back this ownership, take back your power and start learning to accept yourself. Once that war ends with your body and your mind, things get a lot easier, a lot easier. But ultimately what we want Is just to accept like where you're at now. And slowly, after that acceptance is there, you can learn to really love where you're at. But let's just do baby steps and start off with the acceptance because it's already damn hard enough. (laughs) So, I have thought of a few things that can help you to start accepting yourself. The first one is a pretty big thing, actually. All the others after that are sort of like fine tuning, but the first one is massive. So I could say to you like straight off, oh, just tell yourself over and over again every day that I accept myself, I accept myself, I accept myself. But it's not gonna sink in because one, you don't believe it right now. So it's just like lying to yourself and your intuition knows that it's not true in that moment. But also the, the wound that's underneath that's got you to this place of not accepting yourself goes so much deeper than some mindset work. If all you're going to do is mindset work, it's going to be exactly that. It's going to be work, and you're going to be constantly working at it. It's going to be all the time. And as soon as you stop doing those phrases, you're going to go back to not accepting yourself. So we really want to get way, way, way deeper than this to the root of where this lack of self-worth came from and healing from that, healing for that, of course. So often this can go very far back, like I'm talking childhood wounds, things that happen in your childhood, It, it doesn't even have to be the most traumatic thing, of course it can, but it could be the tiniest thing, like just someone saying one phrase, one comment, and it just stuck, it just stuck inside of you, and from that moment onwards, you kept looking for reasons to confirm that thing, and you just took it in as a belief, so what could it look like? It could look like your father would get really mad and shout at you every time you did something bad, like I don't, know, you dropped a glass by mistake as a child and he would just get so angry and it would be the biggest deal ever. And your child self is like, Oh my God, what is wrong with me? Like there's something, my father is basically like so mad at me. He, he's, he doesn't like me right now. Like he thinks I'm a terrible, worthless thing for what I've done. So you start internalizing that. And another example is actually one that is from one of my one-to-one clients that we, we discussed this quite recently. And her mother would often say, if she was a dancer as a child, she would often say, oh, you should be more like Christy. She's so light when she dances. And of course that is gonna stick with you as a child and make you feel terrible, like your your own mother is telling you to not be you, but to be more like someone else because her body is different. Things like this. Another example is from another one friend client. And she said, she remembers a moment when she was about seven and she lost something in class by mistake. And her teacher made her stand in the corner of the classroom as punishment and was really mad at her and she was of course crying stuck there in the corner with the whole class looking at her and that was a that was a pivotal moment for her it just really stuck with her of just feeling like oh my god if i do something wrong i'm worthless like i'm going to be ridiculed i'm going to be shamed in front of everyone it's it's going to be a terrible consequence for me if i do something that isn't accepted And so all of these moments that I've just explained make us feel worthless in that moment. And your logical mind, of course, is like, oh yeah, but like, you're not, you're obviously not a terrible person. Like you just lost something or uh, you just dropped a glass. It's fine. Like you don't have to listen to what, what they say. But at that age, you're so vulnerable and impressionable and you take in you internalize these moments and these reactions and these lessons that are taught to you especially when they're repeated and it's at that moment in life and it can obviously like be older as well maybe in your teens maybe in your early 20s when you're still understanding the world but it's those moments when someone like a parent who basically in your early years you look up to as a god they're everything to you they're your creator everything they think of you they say about you means so much or it can be someone authoritative someone who you look up to up to like a teacher so if they make us feel a certain way for doing something that can get really stuck and so yeah as I said logically we might know and reason with ourselves oh yeah it's nothing it's just a comment who cares blah 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 but your body, Holds that energy, it holds that story, that lesson, it internalizes it, it's stuck in you, that memory, and it can carry throughout your life. It can re- resurface in different ways, maybe in the exact same way. Maybe like that one to one client whose mother said, You should be more like that girl. Maybe she's still trying to be like that girl or someone similar, or it can resurface and manifest in other ways. So For example, the girl who lost something in the classroom. It's not related to food and body, but it made her feel so worthless and want to fit in and be like everyone else and not be ridiculed and shamed in front of everyone and crying in front of everyone. I mean, in that moment as a child, you must be like, oh my God, like everyone's going to think I'm a loser, an idiot, because I did this thing that's made me not be one of the group. And so for her, now it's manifesting through body because she wants to be accepted and part of the group. And if that means being the most normal body that you can and not standing out by weighing more, then she's gonna do everything she can. Her life is gonna revolve around trying to eat perfectly so she doesn't do anything wrong and doesn't resurface that horrible feeling that's stuck in her body of like, if I do something wrong, I'm going to be ridiculed, shamed, made fun of, feel worthless. So what you want to do is revisit these kind of events and start to take your power back. Reparent yourself. Ask yourself and imagine, sit down and just imagine how could that situation have gone so much better? What would I have needed and wanted as a child in that moment? instead of what I got and how can you one give that parenting style back to the parent or the authoritative figure that's their style it's not yours they were just going through their own unresolved issues that were projected onto you for, for an unfair reason for some reason but of course as a child you did not know that that was their own shit to be dealing with and they were just putting onto you. So you internalized it, but you've got to remind yourself that that was then, this is now, that's their style and I'm going to hand that back. And that might even look like for you actually visualizing handing something back to that person in that moment as your child self. And it could even look like releasing that stored energy. So if in that moment you... Felt really angry. Like, why am I getting this treatment? Why am I having to stand in front of the whole class? Why is my mom? Why does she hate me so much that she wants me to literally be like a different girl? Maybe it's anger. Why is my dad going crazy about me just dropping a glass? So, how can you release that anger? Like, really, really release it instead of just saying in your mind, oh, yeah, like. It would have been nice to have told him, oh, dad, just relax, it's just some glass. Or to the teacher, oh, you know, it's not very nice that you're treating me this way. Really, really let out this anger. Really let out, like through your voice, say it out loud, through your body, punch, scream in the air, scream into a pillow, just let it out, imagining that exact scene and letting yourself do the reaction physically, energetically that you wish you had done. Maybe it's saying to the teacher, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you treating me like this? This is so, so unfair. Ah, just let it out. Just let it out. Let it all out. Cause that energy is trapped inside you and it's carrying all throughout your life. So anyway, you can let it out. And it might not be anger. It could be sadness. Or shame, sadness that maybe your mom just didn't seem to show you that unconditional love that you so wanted and needed as a child. So it's giving that parenting style back to them and then letting out that energy, releasing what's been stuck inside of you and going forward, starting to reparent yourself. How can you be the parent that you need now? Give yourself the style of parenting that you needed then and need now. So maybe when that thing comes up now that makes you feel like you are worthless or that you can't accept yourself or accept your body, re-envision that child self of a moment where she felt worthless and talk to her in that moment, that version of you. Parent her such that the way that you'd want to be parented in this present moment. Talk to the inner child. Give her the love that she needs. So I hope that's all making sense. It's pretty deep, but that's where the acceptance really, really starts. Really starts. So yeah, maybe that thing that made you feel worthless isn't to do with food and body at all. Maybe it's for you it's just now body is the way that you can exert control and like if i can control the shape of my body and get it in a quote unquote good place then i'll be worthy maybe that's your way to try to prove your worthiness to yourself and to the world or maybe it came from being fed the message over and over that women a woman's value lies in her appearance fitting this specific often unrealistic mold. So that's that step. That's really the big part of this whole acceptance piece. Is Like, where did it all start? What has made me get to this place where I'm not feeling worthy? Let's take a short break from all this juicy goodness. I'd love to share a little bit about my one-to-one coaching program. This program is the bomb. (laughs) It's a 12-week program where I guide and support you to healing. If you're just done with dieting, being obsessed with your weight, feeling guilty binge after binge, and you're just sick and tired of seeing your body in the mirror and just hating what you see, you're scared of your next binge, you hate canceling on social events because you feel crappy about yourself, you're constantly planning the next detox, the next cleanse or diet to lose weight. You never want to wake up still feeling stuffed and bloated and ashamed after the night before. You hate hiding it from your family and friends, sneaking food packets in and out of your room, waiting till people leave the house to binge. You're so over being jealous of people who just seem to be able to eat normally and don't think about food all the time, planning their next meal and what they're gonna eat. You don't wanna feel out of control anymore. So in one sentence, if you wanna stop binging once and for all, my one-to-one program is made for you. We go through my proven four pillar framework to heal you, to get you over binging, back to loving your body again, and so much more than that, to being your most authentic and best self again, confident, relaxed, self-loving. Now, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is definitely not for you. If you're not ready to dive deep and do the real work, this is not for you. It's not surface level stuff, it's intense at times, but that is where transformation happens. We're not just changing at a behavioral level, we're going to the root of the cause. So we're finding long lasting, real change. Now I know sometimes taking a big leap like this is intimidating or overwhelming, I get that. I hardly shared my binge eating struggles with anyone, but I want you to know I have been through it. I've been there. I know how badly bingeing affects your life. I am on your team and I want to be your biggest cheerleader. So take that leap, be courageous, take the necessary and uncomfortable steps to become that version of you you cannot stop dreaming about. And once we get started with the program, you will realize that it's literally just like chatting with a friend who wants to help you and has been where you are. Okay, I'll leave it there. Let's get back into today's episode. Okay, so... Moving on to step two, after you've done this whole heavy piece, then I want you to start moving to using affirmations. Once you are really in this place where you're ready to start accepting yourself, and I don't want you to start being like, oh, I accept myself, I accept myself. If you've heard me talk about affirmations before, you know that we want them to feel actually true for you in that moment. So for a lot of people, that can look like, I am in the process of accepting my body. I'm in the process of accepting myself. And that can be true for you in that moment because you genuinely are in the process of accepting yourself. You've already done that first step of understanding where it's come from and starting to release that energy. So starting to use those phrases where they feel appropriate for you, whether it's, at certain times in the day, or in response to maybe looking in the mirror and noticing yourself making those negative thoughts and then interrupting and being like, hang on, I'm in the process of accepting my body, therefore I'm going to let those thoughts slide to the side and I'm gonna say something to myself much more empowering. Now, another tip, is creating new beliefs around yourself. And this really ties in nicely with affirmations. So beliefs really are just thoughts that are repeated so often that we are convinced that they are definitely true. So maybe for you, you have beliefs now like, oh, thin women are hot, or thin women are preferred by men, something like that. but I want you to start creating new beliefs that are more empowering and less rigid and more open to you being able to accept yourself as well. So instead of trying to destroy that old belief, by being like, no, I'm just not gonna believe that anymore. I'm gonna get rid of that belief. We're not gonna push it out forcefully. We are going to destroy it by creating something new and focusing on the new belief and reinforcing it over and over and over such that the other one just by default can't be true at the same time as the other one. So maybe the new belief can be something like women of all sizes are beautiful and attractive and loved. So to really create this belief, the key is to find evidence for it. Your brain wants to... Continuously create a case for a belief to be true. It wants it to be true. So if you decide, okay, this is going to be my new belief, at the start, you've got to put a lot of intention and commitment into it. So, as much as you can, start finding evidence showing that women of all sizes are beautiful, loved, lovable, attractive, everything. And that might even look like creating a list of all the proof that you have and just revisiting it as much as you can adding to the list all the time and just proving to yourself that this is true now step four is to create a list of physical and non-physical things that you love about yourself right now and why and keep that list in your phone and just like the, the evidence for the beliefs, just keep adding to it and keep revisiting, revisiting it. We want to focus on what we have, not what we don't have. So, that insta model with the tiny waist and the long legs and whatever, she is probably focusing on the thing that you have that she doesn't. Everyone's, it's the grass is always greener. Like, we're always focusing on what we don't have, which is inevitably going to make us feel unhappy and not accepting of ourselves. So as much as we can, let's start focusing on the things that we love and why. Step five is adopt the so what mentality. So instead of placing so much focus on our body and what it needs to be and why and all that stuff that we put so much focus and energy and time into adopt the so what mentality let go of all this importance that we we place and all the seriousness that we place on our body image the more focus the more importance and seriousness that you place on something just the like more friction it creates and more resistance so let's just try to adopt this so what mentality for most people they're not noticing all those things that you're so hung up on. We notice the smallest things that no one else notices. So from now on, just let that go to the side and say, so what? (laughs) Life will become so much easier when you start saying, so what? So what? Who cares? Whatever. (laughs) I actually started that mentality as I was getting over my binging. I I would do a binge and instead of being like, oh my God, this is terrible, I binged again, like what's wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. I would just say, ah, whatever, so what? I'd be like, oops, (laughs) oops, okay, I overate a little bit, let's move on. So I was adopting that so what mentality in my binging, but obviously it's super helpful to adopt it in terms of your body image and accepting yourself. Now another tip my second last one is also just getting real with the fact that your body is going to change maybe it's through age you know those those boobs are going to get a bit saggy <laughs> or pregnancy so it would really help if we just get used to this fact and don't get so stuck on this fixed Static number that we need to be at, or some really fixed range to be at in order to love ourselves. It's just setting ourselves up for failure completely, completely. Now, last tip, tip seven, is take your power and control back. We are leaving our worth and sense of acceptance in the hands of others all the time whether that is society, media, men, Hollywood, whoever they choose to be the lead cast in a movie, like fuck that she. <laughs> it's all to do with anyway, making more money, making us think there's something wrong with us, to control us, control our spending habits and what we need to spend money on in order to be that thing that we are told we need to be it's keeping us so small. It's keeping us thinking really small as well. Like, just think about how much of your mental capacity is wasted on your body image, like what you think you need to do, what you think you need to be, how you're going to do it, how much you're messing up at doing it, how you're feeling because you messed up. Like, it's a lot of time. So, Let's take our power back as women, free up our mind and energy for bigger, better stuff. So how about you make a list of everything you're going to do once you've made that decision to start accepting yourself and taking your power back and focus on that list, revisit it. Imagine how it's going to be when you do those things, how much more enriched your life is going to be and just free of all of that draining energy on not accepting ourselves. Just imagine the hours, this actually kills me when I think about it. (laughs) Imagine the hours women spend on our lives, hating our bodies and nitpicking at it and finding something wrong with it compared to men, this just kills me, I know men obviously do struggle with body image as well, but I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty much a sure thing that women struggle with it more, I think quite a lot more, and it just kills me to think how much time women are spending on it, wasting money, and all of that stuff, when men are off doing bigger and better things, like all that time that you know you're wasting on looking at your body in the mirror and hating it and comparing to girls on Instagram and all that shit imagine the amazing things you could be doing just imagine and through imagining it it can become exciting that possibility and maybe you'll have the courage and the desire to step more into that potential reality i know it's it's like A big thing to let go of all this body image stuff I'm definitely not saying it's overnight but maybe this step can inspire you to push yourself a bit more towards towards something else versus trying to get away from not accepting yourself cool so those are my seven tips as I stressed at the beginning like definitely put a lot of focus on that first step and if it's something that you're very keen to dive into I spend a lot of time doing this with one-to-one clients so definitely drop me a DM on insta if you're interested and I can give you all the details but yeah that is it for today I hope this really 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 did help you out and just gave you at least one thing that you can start doing to learn to accept yourself a bit more that's it for me today guys so tune in next time and that is the scoop for today. If this app inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. It'll only take two minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yep, that's right, I ain't gonna leave you hanging. So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one coaching session with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.